One of the most well-known stories in all of the scriptures is this story where Moses is leading Israel out of Egypt, out of their slavery and bondage, the oppression that they are under. Yet they find themselves trapped and backed up against the Red Sea. And the Egyptian army led by Pharaoh and his ruthless regime are closing in. And they're terrified because they're in deep trouble. But they're terrified mostly because they feel in that moment they are completely out of options. And what was possible for them in their freedom looks impossible now. Yet Moses shares something with them in Exodus 14 that I think is really powerful for us when it comes to moments where we feel like God has called us to do something. He's given us a pathway and a mission, and yet we feel like we have no options and it seems impossible. He says this, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord because it is gonna be at work for you today. And he says, for the Egyptians whom you see today, so whatever mission it is that we think we see for us today that is being blocked, whatever it's being blocked by, he says, the Egyptians, you'll never see again because the Lord is gonna fight for you and you only have to be silent. I don't know about you, but silence is something that often is hard to find. But silence is often the way that makes the impossible become possible. And so you know the rest of that story because God actually parts the Red Sea. Israel finds a way. Out of the impossibility, they find freedom. And by the power of God's salvation, they are saved. Now I'd say this today, that the church is in an impossible situation once again. I feel like in many ways, as a mission, we have our backs up against the wall. And the mission that might be for us seems incredibly impossible. But not only are Moses' words powerful for us today, so are Jesus' prayers, which continue today as we speak. He prays and he intercedes for us. But there's a moment in John 17, just before his crucifixion, where he prays a prayer to the Lord on behalf of his disciples and for the future of the church. And this is what he says in John 17, 22 and 23. He says, the glory that you have given me, Lord, I've given to them that they may be one as we are one. And then he goes on to say that they may be perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and you have loved me as I have loved you. Now, perfectly one, I think we often would say, I, I don't think Christianity seems like it's perfectly unified or, or one. In fact, 2,000 years later after that prayer, I feel like uh, it's been stated over and over that Christianity is one of the most divided religions ever. 
denominations and politics and power and pride, positions of authority. I mean, we've tried everything, but we keep getting more and more divided. We've tried conferences and books and commentaries, high education, big, big churches, big budgets, big personalities. We've even shifted our doctrinal ideas and thoughts, but we're more divided today. Here's my question. Is it possible that silence could be a greater power and a way out? Could it be silence that could be the very thing that gets us to inaugurate God's power and his authority in our life? Maybe we just try reverence again, awe and worship because everyone who believes in Jesus Christ and they understand that he's a son of God and he died and he rose again, they receive the glory that was in him and the power that was in him to do the impossible.